Hi, welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. This week we're continuing our chakra series and we are in our second chakra or the sacral chakra. Ooh, that's exciting. It is. <laughs> it sounded so serious, but this is actually a fun topic. <laughs> yeah, sacral chakra is is very fun. It's like kind of where fun lives. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> it's, it houses our joy, our vitality, our creative energy. Yeah, so we'll start off by telling you where it is. Yes. Right? So, so last week we talked about the root, and that was at the base of the spine. So just think about this as we're moving on up. Yes. Moving on up. Yes. <laughs> so. so just below the belly button, I would say it even extends out over the belly button. Yeah, I like, think so too. I think I just like touching people's belly buttons. <laughs> <laughs> just in the belly button. No. <laughs> so yeah, so it's right if you place your hands like right below on the belly button, that is your sacral chakra. Yeah. So The part that's hard to get abs on. Yes. <laughs> the lower belly. Like where we kind of like hang on to some things. If you've had children, it's like never going down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can place your hands there right now and maybe just see how it feels. Like ask yourself, how do I feel in my sacral chakra? And don't do that if you're driving. Yeah, no, don't do it driving. <laughs> um, our sacral chakra, just as far as the body goes, really houses our sexual organs. So sexual feelings. Yeah, sexual feelings, sexual organs. <laughs> but if you're having any ailments in so our target market is women, but if you're a guy, your testes, but women, <laughs> it's going to be more of like your um cervix, your uterus, things like that. Yeah. So like if you're getting super strong cramps, would that be could that be a sacral chakra issue? Yes. Okay. And we've kind of referenced that in our podcast about using your period yeah, you're the P- the power of your PMS yes. or something to that But effect. it's true, a lot of people who hold a lot in their sacral or maybe don't allow themselves to feel joy or pack on too much are going to have worse period symptoms. Yeah, and I, I think that, that like allowing yourself to feel joy, I think that's a huge thing in our society, in uh, our culture, our yeah. culture and um, especially if you're a mom. Yeah. Like you feel like I'm a mom now. I got to be just uber responsible and not take time for myself. The mom guilt is real. Yeah, it is no joke. Like when people become moms and they're like, you guys aren't kidding about that mom guilt. I'm like, yeah, no, we're not. We're not making it up. (laughs) Um, The mom guilt is a sacral chakra issue. It's the I'm not worthy of taking up space. I'm not worthy of joy. All of my energy needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. And um, that's not true. No, <laughs> <laughs> you get to you get to have joy. You can still be a mom and be responsible, but have that. And it's like finding finding the balance. The balance, exactly. The balance. So again, with every chakra, um, we want balance. So your chakra can either be leaking energy, so mm-hmm. have too much energy flow, or it can be blocked, which means it's like a traffic jam of energy in there. It's moving very slow or not at all. I like um, that visual. Yes, the traffic jam. <laughs> that was good. If it's leaking, do you, we should go over some personality symptoms of a leaking chakra and some physical ailments of a leaking chakra. Yeah. So just so you can start to see if you identify with these, or maybe if you can think of somebody that identifies with these, um, I always think that makes it easier to be like, oh, that's what they're talking about. And then it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's not a judgment. You can always balance a chakra. So it just is. If you recognize, you know, somebody's got a leaky sacral chakra, don't like, oh, your sacral chakra's leaking. <laughs> yeah. But maybe try to help them. Like, see it as a place of empathy. Like, now yes. you can understand like, what oh, they're going through. Like, oh, that's what's happening with you and why maybe you might be feeling some frustration with that person. They're going through a moment. Or maybe you're going through a moment. And 
It's not forever. Nothing's forever. (laughs) Everything's temporary. So a (laughs) leaky sacral chakra is going to be somebody who overdoes the joy. (laughs) Too much fun. So then when we talk about that, we talk about patterns of addiction. Um, The people who maybe can't get it to, like, they're very creative, but they can't hold a job. Yeah. Like, I think about, like, that stereotypical creative person, right? Like, where you... They're on a TV show or a sitcom and their house is a mess and they can't find their keys and they're just in like a smock of paint. Yes. <laughs> they can make the best picture, but they cannot make it to their job ever on time. So they don't have a job. <laughs> so they don't have a job and they're like floating through and they missed some big opportunity because they're too flighty because they're too creative. Right. Right. So that's, that just signifies a leak. Um a lot of moms we don't see with leaky sacrals in <laughs> yeah, general. kind of the opposite. Um, yes. They would tend to have a block sacral, which says, I'm not worthy of pleasure. I don't get to have fun. It's even just like not even knowing what you think is fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I like. I don't know what my hobbies are. I feel like that's always the telltale sign for me when I'm like, hey, so what do you do for fun? And they're like, fun? What is fun? Which, yeah. hey, been there. I'm, right. I've also been this person. So I'm like, I don't know. Fun? I I work out, right? right. Like that's that's kind of what the- people always go to, <laughs> and I think that is because a lot of times when you become a mom and you get an hour to yourself, you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go work out. Yeah. But as human beings, our mind, body, and soul craves more than that. Yes. So there is a difference between just you can use working out as your fun, but we encourage you to try to find something else, something different that connects you to yourself and your creativity. I get a lot of clients who are like, I'm not a painter. And I'm like, okay, I'm not telling you to paint. (laughs) You're not going to be Picasso. That's (laughs) fine. (laughs) But there's other ways to be creative. I know for like me, I like to make jewelry. And it's, sometimes I sell it, but it's not, it's not my sole source of income. It's really just because I like doing it. Yeah. I've been um, tie-dyeing. It's very fun. And I also just sat down today. There's like a a local artist that was doing this like community collaborative thing. And I signed up for it. So she sent me. A postcard with a sketch of a hibiscus, and I got to paint it, and it oh, was really, cute. it was really fun because she's like, just do whatever feels right, and I just one, I love that because how cool is that that she's encouraging people to use their creativity, and then you send it back to her, and she like sews it and makes it some beautiful how art. Cute. So I sat down with Ozzy, and we. Did I it? like painted and colored and I took pieces of the kids art that's all over the house that I want to <laughs> like throw against the wall but I'm like I'm going to cut out pieces of this and glue it on there but it was just it was really that's fun to just idea. do something that was totally like not for a Anything, real well, purpose. <laughs> I mean if you think about it it takes you out of your head in that to-do list and it puts you into a space of just being mm-hmm. present in the moment. So mm-hmm. that's why creativity is healing to the mind, body and soul because it brings you right back to the present. Yeah. You're right here right now, like looking at colors, seeing how they change and move. And it's just so fun. And feel. Yeah. Um, so creation is important. You'll know if you have a blocked sacral chakra, if somebody like a healer or mm-hmm. <laughs> you go to somebody who does some sort of energy work and we're like, hey, sit down and color. And you're like, well, what do I color? I need instruction. How do yeah. I, am I selling it somewhere? I'm not a yeah. good color. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, what colors do I use? <laughs> if you feel that initial panic, you have a block sacral chakra. Yes. 100%. Um, it's, and it's very, I think it's a very common thing to be but blocked. It, especially women, because mm-hmm. we also do this thing. So our sexual energy is housed here too. I mentioned it, but I didn't like really hone in on it. Dive in. Yeah. So a lot of women do, especially moms, we set the vibration of like, I'm too tired for sex. Yes. I'm exhausted. That vibration, what that sends to your body is I'm not worthy of pleasure. 
And guess what? You are. I mean, I think that this is a huge thing, and I, I'm, go- I'm going back to my... Apparently, I'm on a sitcom <laughs> today, because we always talk about how the, the wife in the sitcom is so, like, grouchy, and she's like, ugh, and the husband's like, hey, having a good time, and she's like, no, get away from me, don't touch me. And it's like, why... First of all, why is that the image of what a housewife or a working mom should be? What I think it is, is it's our condition of, I have to finish my work before I can play. And a lot of us grew up that way. Our parents are trying to make us responsible, but they're like, hey, finish your homework. And then you can go outside. Yes. So then as adults, it's like, well, once I finish my to-do list, then I can, you know, have sex. And it's like, well, your to-do list list is never done. It's never going to (laughs) end. So... Try switching it up and planning your fun in just like, oh, at 11 a.m. And it doesn't have to be sex yet, (laughs) but just like 11 a.m. is my hour for fun and just start being creative or just having fun for an hour, even if your to-do list isn't done and you have other things to do. And you'll see over time, it's like, oh, I can have sex. Like, you'll just feel lighter. You're not going to feel so heavy. Yeah. I feel like this is something that I definitely have worked on because there's, I mean, when you're working and fixing things for the kids and doing things and it just it just kind of happens and you're like oh I just actually want to sleep and I don't want anyone to touch me but kind of shifting that that mindset of just thinking like actually this is for me I'm gonna make this about me Mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna do it because I feel like I haven't had sex with my husband and I need to I'm gonna do it because I need the pleasure so not out of obligation but out of like wanting to yeah and just like kind of going back to Think about your fun self. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's call her. She did. She didn't die when she became a mom no. or a wife or uh, I don't know somebody a career woman. A career woman. Yeah. Like she's still there. So let her out to play. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's how you come back to balance. You don't have to let her out so she's permanently out twenty four seven and you're not working. <laughs> so she's just partying all right. day. But let her out and balance. And again, start with something small. Just plan a time of day where you just do something fun just for you. Yeah. Even if it's just like if an hour seems. Like there's no, I don't have time for that, which is a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother episode, I think. But like even five minutes of turning on your favorite song. Oh, and dancing. dancing. Okay, dancing also. I'm so glad you said that <laughs> yeah. because dancing is a great way to open up and balance the chakra. Yes. And you don't have to be a good dancer. Another place, <laughs> eliminate the judgment. It's just about the movement in the hips. And Yeah, it's not about you're not going on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> you don't have to be, like, the best twerker on TikTok. Right. That's probably not even a thing now. I don't know. <laughs> What's the new dance? I'm too old. Yeah, whatever the kids are doing. But, I mean, honestly, I do think TikTok was great. Like, it came out, I don't know if it started the pandemic or what, but, like, <laughs> because it did, like, all these people were learning dances and having fun again and just doing it because they were bored. Yes. Where it's like, well, yeah, it's actually a really good thing for your sacral chakra to dance like that and laugh at yourself and giggle. Yeah, and laughing at yourself is so huge, and you have to do silly things to be able to laugh at yourself. If you're serious all the time, it's boring. No, it's true. What I like to do is watch other people dance first, and then I'm like, how, look how much fun they seem to be having, how confident they are. Then I'm like, okay, now I can get up and dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love dance for like getting out of my getting out of my Funk. head. And yeah. Well, if you even look at it, kids do it all. Like kids are always moving. And I notice like always. Grayson will ask me often, like, can we have a dance party? And like there is times where I'm like, no, I'm just doing the dishes. But I'm like, you know, I'm Brooke, just gonna clean up. If you dance during the dishes, you'd probably have more fun. So then I'll turn on the music and engage him. Yes. And it's you're it like, works. here, I'm going to pass you the dish, and you're going to put it yeah. away. <laughs> well, no, it's like, because then we can still bond. We're getting something done, and we're having fun. Yes. I always pull to music f- for fun, like when I feel like I'm in a funk or I'm 
really don't want to do some task, if I pull in some music, then it like Wakens gets into it that. And that's Fun true part. too. I think that's why humans like crave live music mm-hmm. and that connection to music. The vibration literally does open up your energy body or your chakras, which are what we're talking about. Yeah. So great. Um, okay. And then somebody with a balanced <laughs> sacral <laughs> chakra. Um, I would like to describe somebody like Kristen. <laughs> no, I do. I feel like you are the perfect balance of like being grounded and having fun, but your life's still together. Oh, thank you. I don't. I, that's how you. That's how are coming perceived. across. Yeah. <laughs> some days, some days, but I do feel like I. It's definitely been out of balance before, and I feel like it's something that I work on constantly. So you do the work to like, get there. Yeah. Like if I feel like I said, if I feel like I'm being boring, lady. I'm like, okay, what what can I do to like have some fun to let myself be? Because I will get in. I am like oldest child. I get in that like over responsible, and I have to like step back. I'm saying like a lot today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I have to step back and just think about what I enjoy doing, and then make the space for it. I okay. think that's really like. Finding balance is all about making space for things that matter and taking away things that don't. Don't. Oh, that's really good. Like that yeah. obligation of yes, yes, yes. If it makes you feel crappy, say no. Yeah. No, that's so true. Yeah. And I feel like so many of us get in yes mode until you're combusting and you're like, no to everything. Yeah. Now <laughs> I can't say it. I'm saying no to the world. <laughs> Which is good practice in the beginning if you are a people pleaser. Yes. Um, people pleasing is a sign, sacral chakra. Yeah. In balance. In balance. We also have to look at sexual shame here. So a lot of us grow up in households where A, we either don't talk about sex. Yeah. Or B, we grow up and it's bad, right? Sex is dirty. It's bad. This can have a lot of effects on your energy body because humans are sexual beings. Like it is part of, we need it. (laughs) Right. It's true. So if you are carrying sexual shame or sexual trauma, We need to look at the sacral chakra and you need to look, you might want to seek out professional healing, like chakra balancing for your sacral chakra if it's that deep embedded. Um, Yeah, because you need some extra tools to really release through it. it. There's a lot of emotional stuff that comes in here. People with tight hips. Yeah. Yes. Your your hips, if your hips are super tight, that it's like a physical thing of closing that off. Right. You know, like really just thinking about you're closing off your your sexual parts if you've got right. type, hip, type hips. So that's, that's very true. What's happening. I also think it's a, it's kind of a cultural thing as well because, I mean, my husband's from Norway, like Scandinavia is known for being naked. <laughs> no, I know. They're very like open. He still laughs at the, at how we're so, I don't know, we like censor certain things. He's like, oh my God, you guys are so weird. I know. It's funny because it's like we're so curious about it, but still so shameful about it. Like, yeah. Like it's like there's, it's almost taboo. So then it makes it, we, I don't it's know. It's the shadow. Yeah. You know, yeah. the shadow gets bigger and then. Right. And then it's hidden. And then it's hidden. I mean, I do think this is why, this is my own theory. It's a little off topic, but I'm going to go here. Go it. Um, like politicians, mm-hmm. well, like you see a lot of them, it comes out often like, oh, he was sleeping with prostitutes yeah, or he was gay, but married. Mm-hmm. And it's like all these things. It's like, well, no, because they have to be perceived as perfect to their communities and they're overachieving and doing all these things to get votes. 
Of course there's a shadow back there. Right. That's why that there's like the skeletons in the closet because right. like you know what's perfect. Yes, <laughs> if you could just be yourself and not hide the things, not hide that you're a sexual being, it won't be such a big shadow. Yeah. Yeah, it it's just so it's interesting to me cuz there's just so much less um like body shame there. Like I feel like there's so much just we just have a lot of body shame and like what our bodies look like and we're very preoccupied with it which comes into that I don't know sexual part of ourselves. Well, it's true because a lot of people when they gain weight then the energy or what they're sending to their body is I'm not worthy of pleasure now because yeah. I'm not attractive. Yes. And you know what your body does in response to that? Holds on to more weight. <laughs> yeah. To protect you. Yeah. It's like oh we're not okay. Pack yeah. it on. So instead if you were just like you know what this is where I am right now and accepted it. Yes. The body wouldn't pack on more. You would still tell yourself you're worthy of pleasure and inevitably you'd start losing weight. 100%. And I think this is a huge thing. If every woman who's listening to this right now could just tell yourself, I love you, body, mm -hmm. you like practice that every day. I just, yeah. it's so much of what I hear from women about like, this is wrong with me. That is wrong with me. Nothing is wrong with you. You are beautiful no matter where you are in this exact moment, no matter where you want to be, like just love yourself. And if you do, you tell yourself, yes, I'm worthy. I'm worthy of pleasure and fun. All the time. Yeah, and suddenly weight falls off and things get easier and you Your are, relationships get better. Yes, you laugh more. Yes. Um, I also want to use, we've used like the mirror example for relationships. Mm -hmm. This is a great one for sacral chakra. Okay. Because I feel like as moms, a lot of us get like, my kids are being so loud. They're annoying me. <laughs> yeah. Or my kid, you know, my kids, like, shh, shh. my kids, all they want to do is have fun. They, they don't want to take care of this house. But then it trickles down to even to my partner or my husband. Mm -hmm. Like he works all day and then on the weekends, instead of organizing the house, he wants to go have fun. Yeah. Use that. If you're annoyed by your children or your partner wanting to have fun, that is the signal from your body that you need to bring in more fun. Yeah. It it's means a mirror. You're just, you're bearing your needs. You're bearing yes. your needs underneath this sense of responsibility to your house or this or that. And guess what? If your house is messy and you go outside and play with your kids... It's not the end of the world. It's not. And you can clean it later. Yeah. Your kids and your husband <laughs> don't care how clean your house is. No, that's the other thing. Like, and I hear a lot that like, well, I can't sleep. I can't do this. Like, try it. I, have you tried it? Right. Just that's try it. It's like, start with little things. I heard, I can't remember who told me this, but they are very type A, very neat freak. Instead of making their bed, they stopped making their bed just to like give themselves that little bit of leeway Ooh. let's see how oh i'm edgy today <laughs> so edgy so if you are someone who can't let those things go try one little thing and just see right no it does work and i like give yourself grace it's okay if your house isn't always perfect now energetically you do want to keep it somewhat okay but yeah. you're okay if something goes undone because you wanted to you know yeah. celebrate a friend's birthday or yeah because you're creating some space for fun yeah or delegate it. Tell your husband. Delegate it. Tell your husband your love language is more and more becoming acts of service. And so you like it and it turns you on when he makes the bed. Yeah. Those, those yeah. cards. It's so good when you make the bed. I will sleep with you. Yeah. Tonight. I mean, and then there's one less thing off your list. And then you made time for more pleasure later. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's probably true. You probably are going to be like, hey, that was awesome. And have the more space for it. Honestly, I'm speaking from experience. When me and Devin met, I would always make the bed because I felt like it was an act of self-love. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day to be able to get into a made bed. Totally. And I told him that I did this for myself. 
And now he always makes my bed. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm going to do it for you. That's Which is so great. nice. I like, love it. Like, <laughs> so thank you, Devin. <laughs> I have to say, I've also been slacking on making my, my bed. It's like a disaster right now. We're in my room and it's unmade. But um, She's cleaning the sheets. It's not. I'm cleaning the sheets. <laughs> Which but, I appreciate. I'm like, yeah, wow, this is good. good. She's got that's a good, good. practice. Um, but it's really funny because I, it was one of my habits from, I read Atomic Habits and I've never been a bed maker and I'm like, I'm going to make my bed. And so I started doing it. But then Halstein started doing it the days that I didn't, he would do it. So it's, you know. Yeah. Honestly, it. if you communicate your need or like. Like, just, hey, this is what I'm doing now. And, but today the, I don't have time. The, the people in your life will help you. Well, <laughs> yeah. kids too. Like I always tell Grayson, like instead of making it like a chore list, I notice like when I'm cleaning my room or putting away laundry and tidying up, I'm like, hey, can you go do yours too? So we're yes, so both we're doing, doing it, it at the same time. I mean, I'm doing mine. He's doing his. But it's like he doesn't feel like I'm punishing him because he sees that I'm doing, doing it, it too. too. Yeah, we do like a big like family reset. I'm like, okay, this place is bananas. Let's all, instead of calling it like chores, uh, like clean up, tidying up. I'm like, we're going to reset our space so it feels good for the rest of the day. That's nice. And then we'll go. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. It just feels lighter than like. It's true. Well, and then, I mean, you're clean. (laughs) Well, you're teaching your kids too, not to, like, it's not frowned upon or like a, a negative chore. They're more like, okay, this is just what we do to pitch in. Yeah. And like, it's for us. Yeah. Like, I think that was one of the kids one time was like, nobody's even coming in our house right now. Why are we cleaning it up? I was like, for us. Like, right. it's for us. It's not for other people. Well, that's what I remember about my mom. My mom was very tidy. Mm-hmm. But if she wanted us all to help, she would say somebody was coming over. Yes. And we would all help. Like, she'd be like, get your stuff upstairs. Do this if you want to have a friend over. Right? But I know now, in hindsight, like, she just needed help. <laughs> she just needed help. She's like, help me. But. So I feel like as a young adult, I was like that. I would clean if somebody was coming over. Yes. But as same. an adult now, I like well, to clean. Sometimes. It feels better to have it clean. Uh, yeah, I like time. it clean for me. Yeah, same. It means I'm getting old, I think. I but. think so too. <laughs> but I'm okay I with love it. vacuum lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, so much. Yeah, they're so soothing. <laughs> Definitely a form of meditation to vacuum. Um, sure. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, back side, to sacral chakra. <laughs> deep side note about cleaning and well, it all goes. I mean, yeah. we're trying to make it so you can see real life how your chakras affect you. Yes, because they do. Yeah, because that's actually it. That's why we're doing this. Is not like to be all like we know about chakras. It's so that we can help you with your real life and you can see these imbalances and work on them. Yeah. And I do feel like people think like chakras, energy, and they think like woo woo, hippy Mm -hmm. dippy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, really, if you really look at these things, they apply to your everyday life all the time. Yeah. And when you know more about them and you know like, oh, I am feeling this way, that's a sacral chakra issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's reference overeating. Oh, that's okay. a sacral chakra issue. Yeah, because it's too much pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Much. So anything that's too well, much. Right? Also notice, yes, but if you're not, if you're being too strict, so like you're not allowing yourself to have fun, you're not allowing yourself to go out with your friends, and you're just working all the time, of course it feels good to eat six cookies because there's no fun <laughs> anywhere else. Yeah, because you're seeking out something that gives you, yeah, that like, feels like I joy. deserve this because mm-hmm. I'm not. And that's I, why it feels good to have the bottle of wine. Yes, the bottle of wine. We we have to talk about the bottle of wine, right? Yeah. Moms, mom life. So we're we're busy and <clears> we're doing this and we finally let ourselves sit down. But the only way we let ourselves really relax is by having wine. The wine. And wine is not a bad thing in moderation. Yeah. But if you're 
getting to the point where you're like, you know what, I can't relax without the wine. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, this is the only thing that makes me chill out. Like, then it's time to look at, okay. Evaluate your day. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any fun? Yeah. Where can we put times to relax or times for fun? Times where we feel like we're getting some sort of pleasure into our day so that we don't feel like this is this is it. This is the only thing. Right. Um, okay. So how, how can we do that? Brooke, <laughs> give me some recommendations. So I think, <laughs> as always, so I tell people to, if you're set in one exercise routine. Switch it up. Yeah. Go to a new class. Especially if you're a member of a gym already. Maybe you'll make some new connections with new mm-hmm. friends. You'll learn something new that'll challenge you in a new way that can feel fun and creative. Yeah, because... It, I mean, everyone gets bored with doing the same thing over and over. It's just how it is. And even if you're not bored, you're not in that creative zone. Right. Because now it's a task. Now it's something yes. that you're doing and every that's, day. And that's when it switches out. Mm-hmm. That was a good reference. Um, also, I think adult sport leagues are really fun, <laughs> especially if you grew up playing sports. But yeah. I think we forget about this. We put our kids in sports. We forget you, to do things for ourselves. Yes. But if you have an extra eight weeks <laughs> in your year, <laughs> join an adult softball league or tennis or like I do soccer. It, every time I rejoin my soccer league, like I'll usually do it quarterly. Like I'm on a soccer team, but I actually play quarterly. Play, yeah. I'm like, that. why don't I do this year round? Then I run out of time. But it, <laughs> like time thing. It, but it is fun. And it is a way to like, A, connect with adults because humans crave that connection. Yes. And when we feel disconnected. That's when we're going to be prone to patterns of addiction. Yeah. So... That's a good way. Anything where you're going to connect to a new community or maybe a community that you were once a part of that maybe you have a disconnect from now. Yeah, I also love that you said that you only do it like quarterly because then it be- doesn't become the task. It right. is the fun thing. It's not like, oh, I got to go to my soccer league. And, uh. Well, yeah, there are people on my team who play year round and I'm like, guys, I'll catch you in summer or I'll catch you in fall, yeah. but I can't do... All the time. And I mean, maybe that works for them, but I just, I think that that's good that you know it doesn't for you. So don't right. feel like... They said I have to do this, so I have to do this every day now. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. And same, like with jewelry, there's times where I feel really creative and I want to make a lot, and I'll make a billion bracelets, and then there's time where I'm like, I'll make one. <laughs> yeah, it's just like becoming aware of what you need and how much you need it, and sometimes you just need a little, sometimes you need a lot. Right. Um, any ways that you like to reconnect to your creativity? Um, well, I do like to color. I you like do? to color with my kids. Um, so I'll order, when I order them, like, um, new markers or crayons, I'll, like, look and find. There's these, like, watercolor crayons that are really cool. So you draw with the crayon, and then you take um, a paintbrush and brush over it. Oh. And I really love, I mean, doing hair that's a big a creative of, thing. Yes, yeah. but I know, but a lot of it is very like I need highlights and I'm this. Okay. So like I get to play around with like color and shape and this, but I think I really love color and I like to see how color mixes together. So seeing it like on hair, you're like seeing it at the end, but seeing it actually happen on paper, I think is so fun. It is cool. So I like to really mix, mix colors around. And then I've been doing this ice dyeing thing, which I also think is so fun. So instead of like liquid tie-dyeing you're using ice or you're sprinkling powder so the colors like pop oh. out and they're melting and it almost is like watercolory. it's really cool that is really cool and i feel like people need to hear that because they're like well how i'm not good at that or how am i going to do it? it the whole point is slowing down yeah. like you tie-dyeing it's not because you want to be this great tie-dyer no you just want to slow down and create something to get you out of your head yeah i just kind of want to see what's going to happen i'm like let me throw this color in this color what's going to happen right maybe well, it's going to be ugly no. i feel like somebody <laughs> listening might be like well i don't like color like that well how do you know you've probably never looked at it that in depth 
Yeah. Kristen has created the time to look at color. <laughs> <laughs> Takes your kids' paints, but see what happens when you mix this one and that one. It's very fun. It is. So that's a great way. Um, I think that's great. Writing, too. I think a lot of adults writing, yes. are better writers than they give themselves credit for. And even if you're just writing out your feelings to see what comes up, you'll connect with yourself on a deeper level. I feel like writing is something that I like will do really religiously. Like I'm like journaling every day, writing every day. And then I'll be like, oh, I don't know. I left my journal downstairs. I don't know. I'm actually in that zone right now where I'm like keep thinking at night. I'm like, I should journal. And I'm like, oh, I don't know where it is. It's fine. And I can actually feel that I need it. To do it. I'm the opposite to where I have like a notebook in every sector of my house. <laughs> so I don't have any cohesive journals. They're just <laughs> they're, everywhere. They're just everywhere open to the middle of the page. But it works for me because I'm like, oh, I got that out and I feel heard yes. or I, I did it. So writing is a great way if you don't know where to start. And then people, again, people with a blocked sacral are going to be like, well, what do I write? Just start. So you can write how you feel. Yeah. If you're not sure, write how you want to feel. That'll give you an idea. You can also write out a gratitude list. Always a great way just to, to realize that there's more good in your life than bad. Yes. Um, and lists are a good place to start, I feel like, when you're like, I don't know how to write. Like, if, if you start with a list, then you're like, wow, I put a lot of words down. That's cool. Yeah, and it'll just feel good. Um, uh, the purpose of this is to reconnect you to your sense of self so that life feels like there's more than just doing tasks. Yeah, yeah. And I think writing actually lets you see yourself. Because you can, you go back and you read, reread it, and you're like, oh, who was I then? That's interesting. Uh, so it's kind of, I don't know, it's a cool way. It's to, cool to see like where you are and how far you've come. Yeah. I've done that. I like to look back. Yeah. Or you like look at an old thing from high school, and you're like, oh god, oh jeez, <laughs> burn this. You know? Grateful I've grown. <laughs> um, another thing I want to mention for creativity is cooking. Mm. A lot of people don't like to cook, or we think we have to cook just to feed our family. But I like making recipes, and this is where I like using color because. Okay. Foods affect our chakra yes. system. So when I say that, I mean fruits and vegetables, foods that you get life force energy from. So there are whole live organic so foods. Not Cheez-Its. Not Cheez-Its, <laughs> though they're delicious. Um, so I like to cook with foods and like making soups or salads. And I like to see how much color I can put in with still having a good flavor. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's fun. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to the store, try to buy different foods for your chakras when you're in the vegetable fruit aisle and see if you like them and... Just It's just like a fun new way to challenge yeah. yourself and you're giving your body life force energy. Yeah, I do. I love to cook. I don't know if I've thought about it with like put, trying to put all the different colors. Like foods? I don't know. Yeah. I do it with salads often or yeah. again, I'm a big soup person, mostly in the summer, which is weird, but I like to make soup in the summer. That I like, is interesting. I love soups, but. Oh, I can't wait to have you over some soup. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have so much soup later. Yeah, I, I do feel like the fun thing with cooking is not overcomplicating it. Right. I think a lot of times people are like, well, I can't, I can't cook because it's messy. I don't know what to put in there. Like you can make something so simple. I love to look in my pantry and my fridge and be like, what do I have? And just try to put something together, which used to be really scary. But (laughs) once you cook a little bit, then you're like, oh, I know this goes with this or, oh, I haven't done that in a while. And it is really fun. It makes sense. Yeah. It's really fun. I agree with that. So then let's go to if you know that your sacral is blocked or leaking based off what we've said in this podcast, mm-hmm. 
there are foods that you can start eating to help bring it back to balance. Yes. Those foods are orange. Because <laughs> its color is orange. Yes. <laughs> so think um, oranges, carrots, sweet potatoes. Clementines. That's a fan favorite in my house. Oh. Um, those like little sweet orange peppers. Oh. Those are good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other oranges. Peaches? Yeah, peaches. Um, what's the cantaloupe? So anything orange that you find in your produce aisle. Yeah. And they're all delicious. Yeah. So try that. Should we give some journal prompts for this one? I mean, I think the journal prompt would be to journal. No. (laughs) (laughs) So write down how you want to feel. Right. Yeah. How you want to feel, what you can create more time for in your day. Yes. And then after you journal, practice. Practice with trying a couple new things to see if they make you feel more joy and if they opened up your sacral a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to encourage you to set a timer for five minutes and put on song and dance. Love that. So. You'll have more orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> if you dance, you get in touch with down there. You do. And then you know what's working. <laughs> you reconnect with the sacred feminine. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. And I mean, most of, I feel like most of us probably had a time where you were doing that a lot and then you stopped. So just get That's dancing. So you're not going to the club now. That's true. <laughs> They're not open. So, so dance nobody's in your bedroom. Yes. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. Let us know how you feel with this. Thanks for joining us for another chakra. Yes. <laughs> Remember, you're worthy of pleasure. <laughs> yes. So for this week's journal prompts, we want you to write, how do I want to feel? What brings me joy? And then how can I make space for this joy in my life? And then we're going to give you an activity since this is sacral chakra and it's all about finding space for pleasure and fun. I want you to set a timer for five minutes and dance around your house. Yes. Or if you can dance in front of a mirror. Ooh, even better. That's a good way to really see yourself and feel seen. Feel seen. Love yourself there. And then we also want to give you a mantra that you can repeat as often if you need. If you're feeling frustrated after listening to this or with your children or your husband, Say, I am worthy of pleasure. I am worthy of pleasure. And so it is. (laughs) And so it is. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week for part three. Solar plexus. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.